It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do. All right, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Call here. Yo, yo. We're here to talk about it is going into week 10. We've already done the week 9 review, but it's time for the week 10 preview. The crazy weeks just seem to keep getting crazier in the NFL. Another crazy game. Let's talk about this Thursday night game. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, you know, everyone is saying, hey, these Ravens, they're just everything. They're going to roll all over in the the AFC and Miami underappreciated. But Tua comes from behind, delivers. Well, I mean, the the Miami Dolphins, he he gets a last minute touchdown. But the thing is, the Miami Dolphins defeat Baltimore. The 10 points did not really show. Baltimore scored that at the end, sort of. In, uh, in sort of extra, but Miami was all over him. Yeah, they did like a reverse Tua. Like last year, Tua was always getting pulled for Fitz to come in and win win the game. And now they did it uh, to Jacoby Brissett. And maybe that's Tua. Tua's more of like a relief pitcher. You know, you bring him off the bench, let that's, him just do a couple things. He's your bench guy, maybe. On, I don't know. Put but, him back down. But, I mean, Miami... It, uh, ju- it just shows that this is just a weird year. The AFC is wide open. Baltimore just looked terrible. They just don't... It, so when, when it's just basically if they're not firing on all cylinders right off the bat, it just feels like it just doesn't feel like the same Baltimore team we're watching. Yeah, they've had a couple of those wins, but then they come back on a week on the bye week too to have a bye week and then to go and play a team that is absolutely lost starting percent to not even score ten points. It's just it just shows you no one no one is safe in the AFC. No one's safe, but I mean even when you even look at it, it was Miami Dolphins defense that really did a lot of it here. If you look at the, actually the stats in the Miami team, they Gisecki hardly got anything. They blitzed the shit out of Lamar. Yeah. They literally did so many corner blitzes, they were bringing pressure from every which way. Because they have they've suffered losses on the offensive line and they don't really have a great running back. No, like, well, Gaskin, but... No, would, no, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about the Ravens. Oh, the, the Ravens. Ravens, like, they got Murray, they got Le'Veon Bell. Freeman. Gus Edwards, Freeman. Yeah. It's just this... It's a hodgepodge. Yeah, just like the 49ers. There's not yeah, a lot of... Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't feel like... Uh, There's no like, core running guy. Yeah, and it just doesn't feel like... You're not going to depend on one of those. There's not going to be a hot hand, because I don't think so. They were best when they had guys that could like, catch the ball out of the back, um, or even when Gus Edwards was pounding 100-yard gains, but... Or even Alex Collins, like a couple years ago, it just feels like if they're not firing on all cylinders, running, like they're done. Well, it was the offensive line as well. But look at it, Miami Dolphins, as you say, for having impeccable defense coming after them. But a nice shakeup. It's yeah, a shakeup, and is, that shows like those. That shows that like Brian Flores hasn't like lost this team. That they are still fighting. Yeah. Like, that's their strategy. They got good corners, so they're like, we're going to put play man on the outsides and we're going to blitz the hell out of you. And Lamar couldn't beat it. Again, offensive line woes, and it's just going to make it harder. And that's People are going to see that blueprint to now Lamar. They know we can probably bring a lot of corners. Like, it just may wreak havoc on him. It's, his his uh, strategy was, uh, was sort of laid bare. For everyone else in the AFC trying to get that number one spot. It is just going to be a fight to the end. It's a big one. AFC is wide open. You have no idea what's going to go on. And speaking of no idea what's going to go on, it's time for our picks. Where Ryan and I try to make our predictions of some of the Week 10 games. Hey, what are you doing Sunday? Want to join us at the Sports Bar and Grill? Uh, There's one in Clapham. It's open at 11 p.m. And there's one in Old Street. Right near the Old Street Tube. Walk out of the tube. It's on your left-hand side. We're going to be there. Uh, it's open uh, until 12.30 a.m. What the heck? On a 12 Sunday. On a what Monday morning. Hardy, hardy. You're working from home. Who cares? It's not yeah. like you're going to the orifice anyway. Speaking of orifices, let's get to the big one. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Tom Brady uh, is basically leading as a contender. 
uh, for MVP right now. Uh, he is coming off a bye. He is angry because the last game they had was a loss against the Saints. And he smells blood in the water. He smells blood somewhere that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated with. Um, Washington football team, however, has also come off a bye. And you'd think that they'd have something to prove as well. Fitz is not back fully yet. The hip is still flexing. Uh, but the Bucks are favored 9.5 in this one. 51.5 points. AB is not going to be back, looks like. And uh, and so you wonder who their receiving squad is going to be. Well, this is where the legend of Heineke began was against Tampa yes, Bay in the playoffs. Washington so, has their number. And, and they did, did yeah. play them well that game. They, out of all the matches in the whole entire playoff run, for the that was the one that gave them the toughest one, was the first round game against Washington. So... Um, again, I I just think Tom Brady's just going to be too prepared. He is dialed in. He saw what like, like we could talk about um, Odell. So we oh. never talked about Odell at the top. Whoa. So who's this guy? I will talk about him going into the game. But Tom Brady was probably looking at being like, oh, well played, Rams. Now you, yeah. you're bringing in the big guns. That's usually my move. Yeah. So now Tom Brady's seeing this really loaded Rams team, just being like, oh, now I'm going to have to be even better. Yeah. This is he's going to take it like. This is a shot at me, which it kind of is. This is like a shot at the, uh, hey, Bucks. you're not the only team that can have five great receivers. So Yeah, they can build a squad as well, and we will get into the Odell but situation. I think, but yeah, yeah I think this is just going to be a cakewalk. I just think the Bucks schedule is so easy. I think they have one of the easiest schedules, maybe not the easiest schedule for the rest of the year. Um, I just think they're going to roll. I think Washington just feels lost. They just don't have a quarterback. Chase Young's not playing well. Like They, they were supposed to be this juggernaut pass rush and it just feels like something's not right on that team with the pass rush because there's no reason a guy as big as Chase Young should not be should be not being productive so uh, I just think it's an easy one for the Bucks. I think Fournette's going to be able to run so I'm going to take him to cover uh, I'm going to say 33 to 17 yeah I mean Tom Brady angry and as you mentioned the LA situation more fuel to the fire Washington I mean they're starting to play a bit better and against any other team, maybe there would be motivation. But against this Buccaneer squad, uh, it's sort of take your beating. It's take your beating and sit in the corner there, fella. Uh, and that's what's going to happen. They're going to take a beating from the Buccaneers. I've got it as well, 35-23. to 23, uh, Easily to cover there. Tom Brady angry. You never want to make him angry. <laughs> Speaking of angry, Steelers fans Dan and Campbell. Lions fans. Well, Dan Campbell is going to be angry all the time. Angry Dan Campbell. Get off the caffeine, brother. Pittsburgh Steelers uh, have somehow put it together. Big Ben has uh, put together a, a win last week. And they still have injuries across the Steelers squad. Detroit Lions need a win. They just need a win somehow. And they're visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are favored by 8.5 points, 42.5 points over under in the 6 p.m. kickoff, 1 p.m. Eastern time in America. Ryan, yeah, everyone is this wants the game for this. Everyone wants the Detroit win for a couple reasons. A, they want to see Dan Campbell's press conference. They want to see if he does, like, the Hulkamania where he just rips the shirt off bare-chested. Or just does the whole press conference bare-chested. Like, like Putin on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, yeah. That's what he's going to be celebrating. Like, I would love to pick Detroit in this match, but there's no way I'm going to. Not on the road in Pittsburgh against that defense who was, was, who's coming off like a big game with like, T.J. Watts coming off a big game. The referees, be, yeah. yeah the refs. Everyone's saying game. that the refs, so they're going to have a little chip on the shoulders, like saying people said we didn't deserve that win. So uh, I still don't really... I'm going to say it's going to be close, though. I'm going to say Detroit covers, um, just because I just don't think Pittsburgh's good enough to be nine-point favorites against anybody. To be perfectly honest, they're just one-man team. Najee Harris just hand it off, so he's going to be great in fantasy. So um, I'm going to go with 
Pittsburgh to win uh, 23 to 20. I'm going to say a nice close one. I'm with you. Like, look, the craziness we've seen in the NFL and the crazy upsets, Denver thumping Dallas. And this, to me, you sort of go, if there was any game that there should be an upset and, and you want to see this this win, it's Detroit. But I just can't because, that, as history. you say, the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense, if it weren't the Steelers having this number one defense, if they didn't have such a threat, I mean, if Campbell can prepare for that defense, great. And if they're able to find ways to get it off, I think they've got a receiver who's back as well for Detroit. Uh, but I again, I got Pittsburgh, Detroit to cover Pittsburgh to win. I got a twenty-one fourteen. Also, like Jared Goff's playing for the rest of his career. It yeah, feels like because he's not doing well, and now he's going to the. He's watching Stafford be MVP numbers, and he's got an zero and seventeen. He's gonna start being like, maybe I have shit. Well, he's yeah, start thinking that because right now, if he keeps going the way he's going, he might get a starting job. Like he might be able to go somewhere like. Uh, Edmonton, New, New Orleans. Oh, okay. No, like someone like New Orleans with a good offensive coach, but he's just in a bad spot with Dan Campbell. He needs like an offensive genius, like like McVay. So to, to, to get genius? over. So uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it's going to be a close, but Pitts. Not this week, Detroit. Maybe not, not. this week, Detroit. Uh, another spirited win. The New Orleans Saints, uh, uh, having lost the Atlanta Falcons last week, facing the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans in charge, in charge of the AFC at this point. Uh, it looks like Tennessee three-point favorites and a 43.5 point over-under. Do the Saints have a chance here? Could they Could they upset uh, Tennessee? What do you think, Ryan? I keep losing betting against Tennessee in all my bets. I, I think the last couple of weeks I keep betting against them. And it just doesn't seem to be matter because now that they've lost Henry, they used to not be able to stop anyone. Their offense, defense is terrible. Now they lost Henry, they started playing defense again. So it doesn't really make any sense. Um, I think New Orleans is just such an... They said Kamara's out. Yeah, Alvin Kamara's supposed to be out. Again, you have Kamara, Simeon, and those weapons. Like, how could you think that New Orleans is going to move the ball at all? So Mm -hmm. I just think Tannehill being at home, it's just... I think I'm going to go with Tennessee to win this, uh, to cover. I just think they're rolling now, and they hit the hardest part of their schedule. And they've gone like 5-0 and oh in it. So they're really cruising towards the getting the number one seed. So I'm going to go Tennessee to win uh, 27 uh, to 13. I don't even think it's going to be close. Beating. Beating. Ryan, Ryan's calling a beating. For some reason, I don't know. I just think that the coaching of the Saints, I still believe that Tennessee's a bit of charlatans in the way that they are. That's you know, what I keep thinking. They put <laughs> they away their winning. wins. and But even with Kamara out, for some reason, I think the Saints are going to find a way. I actually I can see them actually winning this game. I think this could be an exposure game. I got the Saints in a tight one, 21-20. to 20. Atlanta Falcons coming high off a yeah. win. They're flying high. See, Dallas Cowboys my... are not see... coming off a, a high. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home. What happened at home last time, Dallas Cowboys? Oh, that's right. You got smacked around by the Denver Broncos. And Atlanta, obviously, with that huge emotional win over the uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, Ryan is done betting on the Falcons. I know. Uh, every time I vote, it doesn't matter. Because whatever I pick, the opposite has happened. I think like six weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, I think this is a kind of an insulting uh, spread. Nine, like... The Falcons are actually playing all right football. You know they're they're in the playoff they're in the playoff hunt. Matt Ryan has actually been one of the best quarterbacks over the last three or four weeks. I think he's like the number one rated quarterback over passer rating in the last like four weeks or so. They're they're not a bad team. They got Cordell Patterson who just somehow has just turned into uh, absolute 
game breaker in every single situation. He's like Slash Stewart back in the day, but with way more skill. Uh, Dallas, to me, just seemed off. Again, Zeke was hurt a bit. Uh, I don't know how healthy he's going to be playing in this game. Again, and then I just I think it's going to be close game. I actually want to pick the Falcons. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the oh, Falcons. No. Falcons with the upset. Okay. I'm going to go with the Falcons Jesus. upset. 27-24, uh, which is pretty much guaranteed that the Falcons lose now. So I'm can't. sorry. I'm sorry, Al Falcons For a fans. guy who said he was never going to bet on them again to come back and bet on them. Because for, I, haven't bet, I haven't bet on them the last few weeks. They've won every for game. For the last few weeks. You know, man. <laughs> they've won every game. So I'm back. I think, I think we're going to have to. I know they're going to lose. But we're going to have to hold an intervention for you, I think. Because you're back, you're back on the Falcons train again. You said you were off the Falcons, Ryan. But I can't pick up the news every game. They've proven me wrong. Everyone I picked up, they've started playing well. Do you like wear Falcons gear off in the no, club? No, I, I don't really care for them that yeah. much, but I'm, I'm betting For on this, this reason, Ryan is is on the Falcons. He's loving the Falcons. I do not. I think the, the line used to be 9.5 in this one. It's dropped to 8.5 uh, for whatever reason. I don't know if there's any injuries to the defensive side, but. I think the Cowboys still at home after being humiliated. That was a humiliation for the Denver Broncos. Uh, I I see them just spanking. Atlanta doesn't have a lot, and I think a Dallas defense is really going to show up in this one. I got Atlanta to win or Dallas to win in this one. A big end, 35-23. Cleveland Browns they are limping, uh, limping into New England. Uh, Nick Chubb is going to be out yes. for this one He's as well. Team. Uh, Odell Beckham is is not in the lineup. What's that? Oh, breaking news! Odell Beckham is out of the lineup for the Cleveland Browns, of course. And New England Patriots, the dark forces uh, of the AFC East. Uh, Bill Belichick has got his hoodie on. November is coming. Hide your women winter, and children. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Bill Belichick is coming. Is this uh, the Sky Game? I assume uh, it would be the Sky I, Game. I think this is the Sky Game. I would assume game. it's the Sky Game. Anyway, I think it's going to be... Oh, one no, of, I think New Orleans-Tennessee is the Sky uh, Game. Anyway, yeah. it's going to be one of the better games of, of the week, I think. Yeah. Um, it sucks that Chubb's out because he's so dynamic and he, he gives them... He would give the, it's just going to make it easier for the Patriots yeah. to really focus on just making Baker beat them. And I think... Yeah, they have been able to run to, to Johnson, I think it was. Uh, yeah. DeForest or something. To Johnson. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, he, 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 Johnson, no, yeah. he had a great game. Uh, so again, this is more now. For this game, to me, it's just uh, I'm going with Belichick. Belichick's just going to be able to to make Baker make mistakes. He's not very healthy. They're not going to be able to run. Matthew Judon's going to be able to, re- and they're going to be really scared of Miles Garrett coming in. So they're really going to focus on taking him out. Mac Jones has been good. He's been really good. I'll give him credit. He's been a lot better than I thought he'd be. He's Again, but when he needs to really shoot it out, that's what I want to see is when he needs to put up 30. But so far, he hasn't needed to. I just think with Chubb out, I can't. And Patriots at home, who've actually been really bad at home this year. So I'm going to go with the Patriots to win it just by a field goal. Um, I'm going to say um, 24-21. Well, there was no line in this one to begin with. And now it's two and a half. And look, the whole thing is I don't think that Mac Jones, he's been good, but he has not faced a defense like this. And I don't think he's going to face the kind of pressure like this. Cleveland has a good defense, a very good defense, and a very good offensive line. So Bill Belichick can focus on a few things, but I just think Cleveland has too many weapons. Dearness Johnson is good as well. And when you actually look at Dearness, Dearness Johnson, uh, he's, I think he's going to have a great game as well, fantasy. He, he's also cheap. He's like 4800 on DraftKings. Ooh, that's um, nice. That's a little sexy little, little tip that's... for you. 
Um, but the one thing that Patriots don't have is comeback. They don't have the ability to zip. They don't have the ability. They can score, but they don't have the ability to be dynamic. They can just score and put a points together. So that's why I like the Browns. I like the Browns to win this one. I, I'm hoping that happens. Uh, next game, uh, we can skip this one. Buffalo, oh, New York Jets. Uh, no, well, that's what we thought last week. We, and we were proven wrong. What? I'm a little nervous about this game. After getting jagged off, will they get jetted off? Uh, Jets are uh, Jets are not favored. Sorry, the Bills are favored by 12 and a half. New York Jets at home, 47 and a half points. Is the over under 6 p.m. kickoff on this one? Buffalo Bills fell apart last week, Ryan. If you didn't see that, I'm a little worried. I'm a little, I'm, Mike I'm, I'm White. Not, yeah, well, is that's here. the thing. Mike White is the biggest X factor that no one really knows. Like, was that game an anomaly? Um, or was it, or is he going to now come back to us? He's going to be playing the best defense he's ever gone against. Um, an angry defense then, an angry offense that really needs to get it going. The Bills have to get the running game going. They got Spencer Brown, their right tackle is back. So now hopefully the offensive line can steady and they can get the running game going because the Jets got butchered by the Colts in the run game. Last week, and I, I think I'm going to pick the Jets to cover. I'm just because Buffalo, to me, really has struggled in the last couple of years against the Jets. They've, they've really been able to put pressure on them, and Josh Allen has not been good in the red zone against them. So I, I just feel like the offense isn't ready to say, like, to turn it on yet. I still think it's a couple of weeks away um, till it gets going, but I think Jets are going to not keep it close, but I'm going to say 30 to 20. The Bills. Yeah, Mike White. I mean, he came he came to life in that one, but is this the one he gets Fred Edished, you know, and sort of knocked into yeah. somewhere in the horizon? Retirement. Um, you know, this is, as you say, the Jets can sort of keep it humble. They can keep it close. Uh, and you don't know what Mike White's going to do. Uh, and Michael Carter as well. I like the Jets to cover this one as well. I've got a 10-point spread in this one. I have the 28-18 uh, to 18. Uh, Moving on to our next game, the last of the 6 p.m. games. Jacksonville Jaguars snorting the victory from last week. They're facing another hottest high team, the Indianapolis Colts, who are 10.5-point favorites at home. Division rivals in this one. Uh, they've already had a bad division beatdown from the Tennessee Titans, taking the Jacksonville Jaguars would certainly take a hold here, but 10.5 points too much for Carson Wentz. Ooh, this is a tricky one because the Colts are playing really well. Carson Wentz has actually been really good the last few weeks, considering how, like, everyone... He still does terrible interceptions at terrible times. Um, but the fact that he has Jonathan Taylor has been so good. Michael Pittman Jr. has been fantastic. I think T.Y. Hilton's probably coming back this week. Uh, so I think this is a nice little recipe to keep it going. Um, I think the Jags will fall back down to earth a bit. Uh, th their offense still could... They scored nine points. It's not like it was this huge Jags win where they were putting up numbers. Like James Robinson's uh, still not healthy. So I'm going to go with the Colts. The fact that they're at home, they're, they're feeling it. They got, they got to get in that playoff hunt. So uh, I'm going to go with the Colts to win it 30-17. Uh, to 17. Yeah, I mean, look, let's talk about that Jacksonville defense last week. Uh, man, that was the story. They were uh, Josh Allen, the story. So, I mean, obviously, he's not going to have the same kind of game, but he was dynamic. And they're going to face a lot of pressure. I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz. We'll see. I mean, Taylor's obviously, I don't think they can really stop a running game. Buffalo didn't have a running game. That's a, yeah, you didn't have a, you don't, a big difference between Jonathan Taylor and, and Zach Moss. And any running so. game. So Jonathan Taylor, I think, is just going to feast upon this Jacksonville defense, which should hopefully then give Carson Wentz a bit of time. But Jacksonville should be able to keep it maybe even. Maybe Carson Wentz will get something. Urban Myers can jack off on the sidelines <laughs> to almost getting off a win. But he's not going to get one. 28 to 8. 
27 to 18 is what I got in this one. Nine points. Uh, let's move on to our 9 o'clock game. Minnesota at the Chargers. Uh, Chargers three-point favorites in this one. Minnesota reminds me a bit of Manchester United. A lot of talent, but just screws it up. Can't do anything yeah. except for Car- except for Kirk Cousins. Not a lot of talent there. Uh, Dalvin Cook will be in this one, uh, despite all the hubbub and crap going on. Uh, no charges, no, no nothing. So just well, no. the Chargers can't stop the run. So Dalvin Cook for at least nothing. a week will probably be able to feast and see what happens to him. Yeah. when his situation more piling on. Work. Let's start but, with the Chargers though. Herbert uh, and company. You know, they've been sort of struggling. I don't know if he's been injured, but, you know, they really have not been definitive as I think a lot of people thought they would be. Yeah, they just, they feel, again, I think it's just, again, we we went nuts when they had that huge win over Baltimore, thinking like, holy shit, that, you know, Herbert's arrived and this team has arrived. And then, you know, then Baltimore goes a couple weeks and loses to Miami. And it's just like, okay, was that win that amazing? This team just feels a bit off. They can't stop the run at all. Everyone who runs against them just absolutely feasts. And that is going to kill you, especially in the playoffs, when it gets cold and your team gets beat down. Um, Mike, Mike Williams just isn't right. Like Austin Eckler has been really good. And, and Keenan Allen's been fine. He's not getting in the end zone. They just I think they really miss Hunter Henry. They they really need... Um, that was a big loss for them, mm-hmm. I think. So, But I am going to take the, uh, the Chargers to win. I just have no faith in, in Minnesota anymore. Uh, I'm done with them. I've done. They're my new done with team. So I'm moving over. I've moved. Done. They're the new I'm, Falcons. Yeah, they're the new Falcons. The new I'm Falcons. done with Minnesota because for all our they listeners, keep track. You. They keep, keep track of the flip flopping. Exactly. Um, I don't know if the Chargers win. I just think they're the better team, but I think it'll be a close one. Uh, 28-24, Chargers. Uh, I mean, you got to look at the way that the Chargers have been playing. I for me, this game is going to be I think the highest scoring game of the week, only because both of these guys put up buckets of points. Here's an interesting fact that I just read, or I read today, that you may not know. That Minnesota's victories, or all their la- all their last games, except for the Week 3 against Seattle, have all come down to the final 60 seconds. Wow. Every one of their games, except for Week 3. You look at that, it's crazy that they come down to that. Every game. And you can look at it. I actually double-checked it. Every game, except for Week 3 against Seattle, every one of their games, the result came down to the last 60 seconds. I can see the same thing in this friggin' game. <laughs> I, I, I've got it 31 to 30 for the Chargers. I've got it like just a beat in points. Uh, they throw down at each other. I can't see Minnesota winning this one, but they still throw a lot of points up. And I see Kirk Cousins making a good day. Dalvin Cook having a fantastic day in this one. 31 to 30, uh, Minnesota Vikings to cover. Carolina Panthers trying to get their game together as well. And guess who's back? It's Superman. There we go. I am Superman. But- what a what a second uh, <laughs> career this could be. What a story it could be if Cam could come back and that that's the, to lead the team to the playoffs. Replacing play, back to the his replacement. It, yeah, the, that's a great little thing of how much money they're spending. Yeah. To replace Cam and now using Cam. Uh, yeah, it just spells the end of Darnold, I think. I think he's he's toast. Mm-hmm. They're not bringing in Cam to not give him the job for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, again, I, there's just no way I'm going to bet against Arizona. Even if Cam plays, which I don't know if he is even playing this year. I can't imagine no. he's coming in I playing. can't imagine he would. Uh, it would just be desperate. They'd have to come in if it was an injury. Uh, I just think Arizona's just the better team. They're going to be able to really impose their will on them. Because um, I think Hopkins should be back. Um, Murray's better, so I, I'm going to go there. to win this quite easily, uh, 33 to 17. 33 17. That's a big one. I don't think Hopkins is back. I think they said he might be questionable. He could be out again. Cam Newton. Either way, I'm still sticking with it. I mean, 
Cam, I just I can't imagine putting him in. If you're in a fantasy league, by the way, and you you were quick to put Cam on your team, you're an idiot. <laughs> you just are. Don't waste the um, spot. I I would bet if I could in a betting site, I would bet that his first game back he gets injured <laughs> because yeah. he's not played the game. He's been I don't know what his rehab or his training has been like. It's not Deshaun Watson style, but yeah, I can't I can't see it going anywhere good. If McCaffrey's good, I can see them getting a running game going. Uh, but again, it's it's an Arizona game. I could see Arizona, uh, Carolina covering it though. Ten and a half is just way too much for Arizona team that sort of struggled. I mean, for the running game, maybe because Carolina's defense has been pretty good. So I've got it. Uh, I've got a twenty-eight to twenty. Uh, so I've got the Panthers to cover this one, but Arizona to win comfortably. Uh, an Eagles team that needs to fly, and a Denver Broncos team who's flying high, flying high so much that they're one and a half point favorites. Over Jalen Hurts. Uh, is this even fair that Denver Broncos are favored this way? Sure, they had a beatdown last week, but uh, can they continue it with a half a broken defense? I mean, they really showed up without Von Miller, but, you know, it's like the the guy who's like beaten going, yeah, he throws that one last punch. Is that is that all they got? Yeah, it's going to be tied. These are just two teams that, even though Denver's somehow, I think, right in the, in the playoff hunt, they just seem, you know, they do have some good weapons, you know, to be honest with you, like, uh, Javante Williams is starting now to really get better in the running game, you know, J- Judy's back, you know, Sutton, so they do have some good weapons, it's just, I just think Philly, to me, is just not, they just don't excite me, I just, I have no faith in them, like, their running game, again, it's, I don't even know who it is this week, it's like Bart Scott, or is it Gainwell, Boston, or, uh, or Boston, Boston Scott, Scott uh, Jordan Howard, or just, Gaines. Yeah, it's just a nightmare, so I'm going to go with Denver, just because playing in the mile high, it's going to be tough for a, a player like Jalen Hurts, who probably hasn't played there much. Um, I think Denver's going to win, but I think it's going to be quite a low-scoring game, I'm going to say 20 to, 21-20, say just a close one. Well, I'm calling this my big upset. A big upset of the week. I think Philadelphia is an underserved here, good team uh, that should get a good win here. Uh, you've got Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Gainwell. I mean, if they use them, but you still got, you know, you still have a good receiving core. But you've got also, you know, the defense is going to struggle because unlike Dallas, this guy can really run. So I've got an upset here, 26 to 21. Uh, Denver's defense is going to be exhausted. I, you know, they're half a defense anyway. This next game is the final nine. It's a 9-25 game, and this is the game on Sky. Oh. Cough, cough, cough. He's back, and he's immunized. They're both back. They're both back. They're both back. One is broken. Uh, the other has been beaten, uh, mostly in public media. Yeah. Uh, and he's made his atonement via his his spokesperson. Uh, uh, what's his name? The, uh, yeah, it's going to be, well, he's lucky he's at home. Yeah. Uh, like it's going to be interesting to see like the shit he gets when he goes on the road of people oh, just yeah. booing him or just yelling at him and just mocking him mercilessly. He's going to be angry this game again, but he can only come back for like yesterday, so he's barely been able to like participate in any of that. I guess he can do it remotely. He'll be yeah. fine. He'll play. And I think they're just the better team. I think he's going to be angry. I think he's pissed off and he's going to, he's playing a, not a great defense. So I mm-hmm. think, um, I think it's gonna. This to me is gonna be the shootout game. I think this is gonna be a nice high score. Russ is gonna be back. He's gonna be tossing it all. DK Mech, They're gonna get a bit of juice. The sure. team from having their leader back, not having to play Geno Smith anymore. Uh, but I think the Packers are gonna win this, um, and I'm gonna go to be 35 to 31. Right, this is going to be the shoot. Big score. Ryan's got a big score in this one. Yeah, yeah, he is back. We'll see. It's a good thing he's in front of the home crowd. Uh, 
look, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson would be a great game in 2014. But it's still a great game. This game, eh, the lackluster. I still have Green Bay to win. Aaron, angry Aaron Rodgers, I think, is still uh, going to be better than the Seahawks team. As you say, the defense struggles here. The Packers uh, could be weak against the run, though. I think that's the only thing. If they can get Collins going for the Seahawks, that's probably their only hope is start to get that running game going because you have to show dimension here before you can get it going. Uh, so I've got them to win 26-20. to 20. Kansas City is smoking their own dope. They're high as, high as in their own supply, and they're going into Las Vegas. Careful, it's a dangerous city. What happens there actually doesn't stay yeah, there anymore. In fact, it goes everywhere. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders somehow make wins happen. Derek Carr putting up good numbers. Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes puts up good numbers, too. He leads the league in interceptions, I think, still. <laughs> Two-and-a-half-point favorites? Is this crazy? Are the Chiefs deservedly favorites over this Raiders team? No, I think Donald might have passed them on interceptions, to be honest with you. But I actually like the Raiders in this one. I'm going to pick a little upset. The fact that, like, yeah, the, the, the Chiefs have won two in a row, but they were two real shaky wins. Like really barely beat the Giants and really struggled to beat an Aaron uh, or Jordan Love based Packers team. So to me that I don't think like oh the Chiefs are back. Travis Kelsey looks slow. He just doesn't see. And when it's him and he's not there, that safety net that Mahomes has had for years, uh, it's it's showing that he, they need another weapon. That they needed a, an Odell uh, to really help Tyreek Hill. I just don't think that, that they're back. I think the Raiders. After that loss last week, and now they've had a week to kind of deal with the rugs thing, and they can move on a bit, and now kind of focus their energy. They play the Chiefs well every year. They're at home. They can get past. They can get to the the, uh, the quarterback pass rushing. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders with a little upset. Uh, 27-24. I am with you on the upset here. I've also got the Raiders all over. Uh, look, they they used a bit of blitzing going on. Uh, and I think you can get to Patrick Mahomes, mix things up a bit. You know, he, they're sort of very transparent. As you said, that offensive line is still very weak. They beat a depleted Green Bay, as you say. And the Raiders are at home. They've got something to prove here. After you say the drama that's happened with this team, I think they've probably had motivation to say, look, let's put all this stuff behind them. This has been a hell of a year. We hate these guys. Let's beat them. And I think they'll beat them 26 to 20, no, 30 to 26 is sorry, what I've got in that one. 56 points in total. Another big battle going on. It's a West Coast battle. The LA Rams visit the San Francisco 49ers. Rams have just added a new dimension in Odell oh, Beckham baby. Jr. Will he be ready to go and suit up and boot up and ready to happen here? Uh, the Rams have got everything. Cooper Cup, they've got all the team. They're spending the money. This is their year, they've decided. Yeah. they gotta, they got to go for it all year. This is what they're going for. Standing in their way this week is Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. maybe. The only people that are worried are the people who had um, Cooper Cup on their fantasy. are just like, God damn it, this better not cut into his numbers. He was on historic pace. To, yeah. to tell you kind of want Cooper Cup to keep the pace. You don't really want... Again, we don't know what it's going to be like with Odell. We don't even know if Odell's... Good anymore, yeah. to be perfectly honest. I think, like, all the talk of, like, you know, LeBron James and everyone's like, Odell, free Odell, let him go. It's like, we don't know if these guys had, like, three major surgeries in three years. Hasn't had a good year in about six, maybe. I think he had one, one just over a 1,000 his first year with Cleveland. It just, again, I'm not going to say he's great. I'm not going to say he's washed up. We'll, we'll see. But I'm going to take the Rams to win this just because I'm done with the, the Shanahan love. I don't think... They're going to be able to put up the points, especially in the passing game, to be able to keep up with the Rams. And the Rams are coming off a bad home loss 
where now they're they're feeling themselves that they know they got Odell, they know that the team believes that they're going all in, so they're gonna Stafford's gonna want to come back, have a big game. I'm gonna go with the Rams to win uh, 27-20. I'm with you on the Rams on this one. Daryl Henderson, I think, is gonna have a fantastic game. 49ers will eat another beatdown. I mean, they're three and five now. As you say, the Rams, you know, they want to win this whole thing. That loss last week is sort of a punch in the chin, adding this new dynamic. Hopefully Von Miller will be playing. I don't know if he's still injured or if he's ready to go. But if they got this full squad ready to go, push for the playoffs, uh, yeah, I think this can be a beating. I think it's going to be, you know, that San Francisco puts up a little fight because Shanahan's a genius. I don't know if you know this, Ryan. He's a genius. And geniuses always do genii things. So I've got this one, 28-21. Uh, that's, that's it. it. That is it for week 10. As I said, everyone, hey, we've got DraftKings. We've got a $3 holla uh, where you can play $3. That's a fun one. Not too many people play, so your chance of winning are pretty good. Also, we're going to be at the Sports Bar and Grill Old Street, 6 p.m. until 12.30 a.m. Also, join us in Clapham. That's open until 11 p.m. And also the Princess Alex in Crouch and also shows the NFL until 12.30 a.m. That's it, folks. Enjoy the NFL action. Thanks, and enjoy your Sunday fun day.